Hey everyone, I am Ashley Billington and this is The Campfire. Today we are taking a look at 176A. After realignment, nothing has changed as far as teams go in this district. Here's a reminder of what teams reside in 176A. Cypher, Cy Creek, Cy Ridge, Memorial, Northbrook, Springwoods, Stratford, and Jersey Village. Last season, this district came down to the second to last district game before Jersey Village took the crown. Let's analyze these tunes in our film session. The returning offensive MVP resides at Jersey Village and running back Rashawn Estes. The Falcons went undefeated in district play and will hope to do the same behind Estes and Arbery Carter at receiver. Defensively, Jersey Village has the best secondary around with Chris Noble and Darius Johnson. Stratford will be looking to grab that district title. Nash Rankin is the returning first team all district quarterback and he's joined by Baylor commit Hawkins Polly at tight end and defensive MVP Cooper King. Cy Creek has a well-established quarterback and junior Brad Jackson, who has been behind center since he was a freshman. Dominic Ramirez could help provide some support at the running back position for the Cougars. Cy Fair took a couple steps back from their usual dominant position, but still have receiver Kyle Chambers and tight end Cooper Stevens to help out the offense. Houston Memorial was a playoff team in 2021, and Hope Grayson Lincecum will help lead the defense. Cy Ridge, Springwoods, and Northbrook will try to improve on a combined three-district win in 2021. The big rematch between Jersey Village and Stratford will be November 3rd. Let's see if that game decides the district title like it did last year. Now, let's dig even deeper into 176A with Houston Chronicle reporter John Foreman and producer Ward Fasold and our district breakdown. All right, it's district breakdown time. We are talking 17-6A with my Houston Chronicle buddy, John Foreman. Johnny, let's talk a little bit about this district because last year it came down to uh, Jersey Village versus Stratford, and, and Jersey Village ended up getting that victory and, and winning the district. Is it is Stratford ready for a, a revenge tour here, or how do you see this district playing out? Yeah, I mean, if... Uh... If I had to bet, I would say that these are going to be the top two teams in this district once again. Uh, they both bring back plenty of talented players. Uh, you know, that final district championship game between the two uh, was really exciting. Um, came down to a few plays in the fourth quarter where Jersey Village just executed and, and made it happen. But yeah, I mean, uh, both teams have strong prospects for this upcoming year. Jersey Village has a uh, young quarterback, Adam Tran and a really tough running back with Rashawn Estes and a couple of talented defensive backs with Chris Noble and Darius Johnson kind of leading the way there. And then, you know, Stratford really has a chance to, uh, you know, be an offensive juggernaut, I think, this year with a returning quarterback, Nash Rankin. Of course, his dad, uh, Todd, is the head coach there. Um, you know, they've got a good thing going offensively. He passed for 26 touchdowns last year, and he's got a good 1,000-yard receiver and Luke Reeves coming back. Uh, and then Cooper King, uh, the heart and soul of that Stratford defense, is coming back at his linebacker position. So yeah, they've got some talent on that side of the ball as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, you look at the top of the district, and it's hard to, to pick against those two teams. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how the, the, uh, the third and fourth playoff, playoff spots kind of shake out. Yeah, you gotta think, uh, you got to think Nash's dad had a good six, you know, six seven months to talk about 
how they want to, you know, get through that thing. And he's, you know, he's still got Hawkins Polly to throw to as well over there. At, uh, yes, yes. Uh, he, I guess that's a Baylor commit as well. So that's going to be tough at the top. But, you know, who we usually see at the top is Cy Fair. And they kind of took a, a I don't want to say a step backward, but they they didn't finish in the top two. So uh, how do you think they're going to bounce back? And, and, and we were going to talk a little bit about Cy Creek as well because they got a quarterback that's been in there since he's been a freshman and he's only a junior now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's you have a pretty good reputation as a program when you're talking about a step back as still making the playoffs. Um, you know, Cy Fair is always going to be in the mix. They just have that tradition there, you know, like to run the football, of course. Um, had some great backs over the years, but, you know, I, I would expect them to be in the mix in this district as well. Uh, and then you mentioned Cypress Creek, a really interesting team here because they have an awesome quarterback with uh, Brad Jackson, who you alluded to there. Uh, 29 touchdown passes last season. Uh, really, kind of a guy who who just makes things happen. He, he, you know, he's he's mobile. He has a good arm. He can make throws down the field. I think, uh, you know, it, it's tough because you know he found himself, I think, in a lot of shootouts last year. And you know, they came up on the wrong side of one too many of those games, those districts, district games down the stretch. Um, they got blown out by Memorial in the final district game of the season. That was really kind of a deciding factor there. But then, you know, it, you mentioned Memorial again, and, you know, they got into the playoffs uh, last season with their performance on the stretch. So you got to like where they're at as a program as well. But, yeah, I mean, anytime you have a player like Jackson, um, you know, has spent, you know, a couple years already in this program kind of refining the offense. And, you know, he's going to be a dangerous player uh, every time he steps on the field. Yeah, it's probably going to be looking, looking for those four spots. Uh, I know Springwood's had a, 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 a nice start to the season, but I, I think they played uh, they played to get some wins there in the non-district and, and Northbrook and Cy Ridge, they're probably They're all going to probably struggle to get wins. And Cy Ridge does have the best, probably one of the better returning running backs besides Estes coming back. But those five, you think, will fight for those four spots, the five we mentioned earlier, right? Yeah, I think so. And like I said, the you know, the class of this district right now is Stratford and Jersey Village with, with what they did last year. I mean, starting the way they both did, you know, with, with uh, you know, going undefeated through most of the season. So, um, you know, you start there and then we'll see what happens from the rest. Absolutely. A lot of, a lot of uh, experienced quarterbacks coming back, which should make for some nice offensive uh showcases in this district so we'll talk 1868 next week i appreciate you joining us and i'll talk to you next week yeah we've heard about the teams now let's take a look at some of the athletes to watch out for and our players on the rise at Houston Stratford, they've been talking about tight end Hawkins Polly for a while now. 39 catches and 426 yards to go along with five scores is what Polly produced last year. And he scored nine more touchdowns in 2020. He's six foot four, 245 pounds, and just a huge target in the Spartans passing game. Polly is verbally committed to play college at Baylor. Side Creek quarterback Brad Jackson is still a young buck but he's been making noise in this district for quite some time. Jackson was given the starting job for the Cougars as a freshman, and last year as a sophomore, he threw for almost 2,800 yards and 29 touchdowns. That was good enough to earn him first-team all-district honors. Jackson has already thrown almost 50 touchdowns in his high school career. 
The Jersey Village ground attack is formidable thanks to Rashawn Estes. As a junior, Estes led the district with over 1,200 yards and 20 touchdowns. Once Rashawn finds a hole, you might as well cue the band because it's more than likely going to be a house call. Estes was unanimous first team all district and expect more of the same this year. One of the best linemen in the district may be at Stratford and Hudson Peroni. At six foot four and 260 pounds, Peroni will simply not let his quarterback get his jersey dirty. And in the running game, Hudson takes on multiple defenders to open holes for his running backs. Peroni has offers from TCU and SMU among others. Plenty of great athletes in this district, but we just don't have time to name them all. Our word facility caught up with Stratford head coach Todd Rankin to talk about the Spartans' chances at a title and the rest of the district in our Media Day segment. All right, it's Media Day, and we are talking 17-6A. I'm joined with the Stratford head coach Todd Rankin. Coach, that was my heck of a year last year. I mean... We're ten and two. You had that. It came down to that game with Jersey Village. I know you don't right. probably don't want to talk too much about it, but every <laughs> all in all, in the, in the entire season, you have to be pretty proud of what the teams did. And and with most of the teams coming back, actually all of them <laughs> in the new realignment, you'll be seeing yeah. some of these same teams again. So, how do you feel you can build off the of last year to maybe get that district crown this year? Yeah, absolutely. We're very very proud of last year, but but certainly uh, not satisfied with the end. Um, and that's kind of been our whole focus from the for the offseason is how to go from good to great. Uh, you know, we'd worked long and hard to kind of build up to where we were this past year. But but now our challenge is is is, is getting to that next level. You know, uh, we saw that in the Jersey Village game, being able to finish there in the fourth quarter. Um, and then, of course, uh, play, you know, going up against a playoff team like Katie, um, you know, and no. Uh, Shame and getting beat by those guys, you know, of course, uh, you know, superb team and well coached, but uh, we want to be at that level, you know, we want to be able to uh, be in there with, with teams like that. So that that was our whole offseason focus uh, to continue things that, that were helping us to get to 10 to do last year, but then also to build on and find those things, find those areas, if you will, will where we can go to a next go to that next level. So, and especially with a bunch of returning starters, uh, seven on offense, six on defense, uh, we feel like this was the year to kind of really push them hard in the offseason and try to make that jump. I was going to say, that's the, that's the first thing I was going to bring up. You look, you look over some of the accolades in the district and all the first, it seems like all the first and second team guys you have on there have a nice little 11 next to their name because they're all junior. Yeah, absolutely, but yeah. Talk about how excited you are, especially – I mean, we'll get to your son in a second, but those four receivers you have coming back, you, you got some old linemen coming back, especially Hudson, and then there's yep. Hawkins there at, at tight end. Just right. offensively talk about how excited you are with that that load of experience coming back. Oh, it is. And, and being able to watch these guys work together uh, since really, for, you know, a little bit in eighth grade, you know, some were split to, with two different middle schools, but then see them as freshmen, see them build up, you know, come all the way through. Uh, we're really, really excited about those receivers and that receiving core. You know, Hawkins, big tight end guy that can that can certainly uh, – he's got tremendous hands and athletic ability uh, to really go after the ball. Um, you know, uh, you know, even if he's in a crowd, you know, Nass can put it on one side or the other and Hawkins is going to go get that ball. Um, you know, so, and, you know, he, he he's just a, a dynamic force there. Uh, you got the Luke, Reeve, Luke Reeves kid coming back. Uh, 
of course, you know, anytime we can get him one-on-one -on -one coverage, uh, and Luke's exceptional speed and uh, just a knack for going and getting the ball uh, is, is truly a blessing and is something that, that he's good at. Uh, you've got Tristan Williams, which can, um, you know, a 6'5 receiver who can just uh, – and has really worked on his vertical game and stuff this offseason and, and uh, coming out of breaks and things like that. Uh, he's a big ba basketball guy, so he's kind of really had a great spring with really uh, refining his uh, – receiving ability but had a tremendous year last year but but he is uh you know he's going to be a, a big time force and a guy you can really throw it to at any point in time and then um, of course jake brand uh one of our leading receivers uh you get it to him whether it's a, a quick little pitch out to him and and he can wiggle through there and, and all of a sudden turn a three-yard gain into a 20-yard gain or uh, he's just a dynamic player plays with a lot of passion and be able to go get it so so those, those four um you know, I, I put them up against about just about anybody. So, uh, you know, it makes it easy for a quarterback sometimes to have those kind of weapons. Uh, we're really excited about those four coming back, you know, not just from their athletic ability, but uh, just the mental side of it also, what they bring to the game. Uh, very smart. Uh, we'll, we'll check in and out of some plays and, and, and change things at the line of scrimmage a bunch. And, and those guys are really in tune with what we're doing. So, so that's a lot of fun as well. Now, obviously, there's got to be a guy to get it to him, and somebody that you're somewhat familiar with, and, and Nash, uh, your son. It's, talk about his development through the years, because you're you've seen it more, Absolutely. you know, obviously more than anybody else. And you know, we're coming up on Father's Day, and it'd be a nice yep. Father's Day present to hold off and say, hey, you know, you don't have to get me something today, but right. maybe in uh, maybe in November you can get me a district title. But just talk about his development and what you've seen, you know, on and off the field. Man, it's it's really really been great to watch that, uh, both as a dad and as a head coach, um, and a former quarterback coach as well. You know, just a guy that's coached that position for years, uh, and being able to compare him to guys that I've seen, you know, in my 29 years of coaching, uh, he's just done a tremendous job with um, leadership, leading the offense, and working on those areas where he really needed to improve. You know, coming from his sophomore year to his junior year really had to work on the deep ball. And, and you can see just through film alone, uh, it really, really was able to develop that and get stronger, uh, you know, in the weight room, uh, really has developed his footwork this past year and, uh, and really been able to kind of, you know, progress through different reads and things like that. So from the tech, you know, from the technique side to the leadership offseason role, uh, you know, just the things he's been able to do. And I'll be honest with you, our offense coordinator, Coach Harvey, really has put a lot on his plate. Uh, both pre-snap, post-snap, um, we, we, we put a lot on him, and he is just – he rises to the challenge each and every week, uh, each and every scheme that we do and, and things that we do. Uh, just in our spring game, uh, we checked out of the original play probably, uh, you know, 30 to 40 percent of the time, and, 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 you know, a lot of that was on Nash and seeing things and being able to do that. So, so it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun to see him progress through these years, and uh, we're, we're – Really, really proud of him and glad that, uh, you know, he's leading our team this next year. That's awesome. And if we want to flip to the defensive side of the ball, you talk about how Nash is a leader there, but you got the defensive MVP coming back and Cooper King. I'm assuming he's probably your, your leader there. Uh, talk a little bit about your defense. You said you mentioned six or seven guys coming back. What's your hoping out of them? Oh, absolutely. And I'll just kind of start up front. We've got Hunter Jones, Austin LaRue on the inside, Jared Boteri, 
who uh, kind of split some time with a senior last year, but on the on the edge, one of our defensive ends. Uh, th that that core alone, man, they're they're going to give a lot of offenses and quarterbacks in particular a lot of problems there. Uh, we we've got a couple of young guys that did well at our other defensive end spot um, that we're really really excited about that we learned a lot about this spring. Uh, and then you go back to where Cooper King is in the middle, man. You talk about there's a reason he's defensive MVP in MVP. And we we put on even as coaches we put the film on every once in a while <laughs> just to like just like just to watch it again. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean he really put on a show the the entire year and. Of course, we've been able to talk to a lot of recruiters this spring about him and just what he brings to the table. So it's been, you know, in a lot of our guys, but, but it's been kind of fun uh, to put that film on there and just kind of watch what he's done done in there. Uh, he's got another inside backer, Antoine McDonald, uh, that is also coming back that was, uh, man, he, he, he almost matches Cooper in production. I mean, he's just doing a tremendous job on the inside. So that front six alone, we're very, very excited about on what they can do. Uh, like I said, we, we have to stay healthy. We always know that at Stratford in all positions, you know, being a smaller 6A, we're not very deep, but if we can stay healthy, that front six is gonna really give uh, opposing defenses a lot of a lot of trouble. Um, you know, and then of course, in the secondary, we've got uh, Johnny Crawford, kind of that roll down safety. Uh, he, he's returning, uh, gonna be a junior this next year. And we'll have our safeties like Jackson Holt, Breck and Minuet back. Um, so really, really up the middle, we're, we're, we're going to be really, really solid. Um, and and we, we've got some young guys playing at our corner spots right now um, that, that we really think are going to be good for this next year. Uh, you know, they had a really good spring. So, so we're excited about that as, to, as well, just, just some young guys there. Now you mentioned uh, playing Katie last year. One thing about District 17-6A, it, it's, a, it's a bonus to finish not only in the playoffs, but the first two spots that, that when you right. – get into the playoffs, you're, you're probably not going get, to get too much competition out of the three, four out of 18, six, eight, and, and maybe yeah. get to be ready for a Katie district that now brings up Pato. Yes. Who knows who the heck you're going to play out of there. Absolutely. So how, I mean, it's, we're talking about district titles and that's what the thing on your mind, but finishing those yes. top two spots has got to be a goal as well. Maybe a secondary goal. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If, uh, you know, um, and of course, being close this last year, seven points away with that Jersey Village game, uh, you know, we, we definitely want to uh, shoot for a district title this next year. And again, a lot of that has to do with team chemistry and coming together and, and improving throughout the year and staying healthy, of course. Uh, but, but that is that, that that's certainly one of our goals to get one of those top two spots, uh, being small school, uh, you know, playoffs uh, to be in that bracket and uh, you know, and, and hopefully get a, get a good draw and be able to, to make a, a, a deep run this next year. All right, last question uh, to get, uh, just to get some knowledge out here. What, do, what are your non-district games and, and what do you hope to get out of those games going into district play? Yeah, we changed up just a little bit. Uh, got dropped by Alvin and uh, Dulles. So this year we're going to pick up Tomball week one, which, you know, they're coming off an incredible year themselves. So we're really, really excited about that game one. We're going to be up there at their new stadium there at Tomball ISD. So, so week one is going to have a lot of uh, hoopla around it, if you will. And it's, it's going to be a really fun environment, a playoff environment, I think, for our kids to see early on and go against a team that, that even went deeper in the playoffs than what we did. So, so really, really uh, excited about that. Week two, we kept Oak Ridge. It's always a great matchup. Last year was a, you know, uh, we came out last year, we had a couple of uh, turnovers early. 
Uh, actually, Nash threw a couple of early interceptions, you know, and uh, then the way we came back as a team was kind of a rallying point for the rest of our season, and, and we kind of really grew up in that game. Uh, so, like I said, that's always, a, a you know, well coached by Coach Smith and, and that crew, and, uh, you know, that's an exciting game. We're going to have them at home uh, for week two, and then week three we picked up Ailey Pacings, you know, which is actually my old alma mater. And, and so it would be kind of fun. We'll go down there to Crump Stadium. We'll see those guys on a Thursday night. So we'll go Friday, Friday, Thursday, but we'll see those guys on a Thursday night uh, down there in A-League. So, so it, it, it'll be a good, you know, I think a good mix of different types of teams and schemes and, and uh, types of athletes and things that we'll face. And, and uh, so we're excited about our non-district. Then we'll, uh, of course, have our bye week, and then we'll go uh, start off district against Cypher. Uh, there that that next week, so so we're excited about it. Awesome, and of course we've got the Jersey Village game circled on the calendars for us. Yeah. So we get that revenge tour going. And uh, that's right. I appreciate you joining us today, Coach, and, and good luck this season. Absolutely, we appreciate you guys. Thank you. That's going to do it for this week's show. Next week, we move into 186A, which is an all Houston ISD district. You can keep up with everything on the high school football scene on our Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram accounts. Until next time, I am Ashley Blankton, and thank you so much for watching the campfire. <laughs>